And honestly, all we do every day is think about how do we help other people have amazing sex with condoms or practicing safer sex. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy! Welcome to Focus Fridays, Season 2, Episode 4. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have an amazing conversation with Mila. She is the Director of Marketing and a Senior Size Specialist at One Condoms and My One Condoms, which are custom fit condoms, and we have a and conversation. They come, in, they come in different sizes, and that's why she's a Senior Size Specialist. Exactly. We have a conversation all about condoms. Yeah, it's amazing. It's super fun. We get to learn why Mila joined and is sort of on a crusade for condoms and sexual health, which is amazing. And just all about the condoms, all about everything condoms. And it's super fun because what February is National Condom Month. Exactly. So it's perfect timing. And we've given away thousands and thousands of condoms from One Condoms to people at our different events and just all over the place. So we're excited to finally have this conversation and sit down with Mila. um, And it's super fun. So thank you, Mila, for coming on for all the free condoms and for being an awesome supporter of the show. Yes. She is offering us to all listeners uh, 20% off One Condoms and My One Condoms. All you need to do is use the code NNM. That's all capital letters. N and M. That's November, November, Mike. Exactly. Not M&M's. <laughs> don't say that. I'm going to confuse them. I said not M&M's. <laughs> but these are not. Just don't say it at all. You're going to confuse are, them. <laughs> these are not chocolatey treats. They're latex condoms. <laughs> yes. And get 20% off. Go check them out. Before we jump into the conversation with Mila, we do want to remind everyone that we have a virtual meet and greet coming up tomorrow. That is February 12th, Saturday night. We'd love to have you join us. These are open to anyone. You just need to be open-minded and respectful. More information on our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Click on the community events tab and you'll find all the information about signing up there. No condoms required. No condoms required. It's a virtual event. Condoms optional. (laughs) That's our tagline. Condoms optional. (laughs) For the virtual event. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Bonus points if you wear condoms. Uh, <laughs> all right. We need to get we need we to get into this. Have, <laughs> I was gonna say, we also have a lot of other events coming up. You can find information about all of those on our website as well. Now. No, there's one more thing. There are links to all of the resources that Mila talks about, links to my one and one condoms in the show notes and the reminder of the code in case Emma confused you by saying M&M's. You can just go to the website, Normalizing Non-Monogamy, click on the podcast. Oh, man. Normalizingnonmonogamy.com. There it is. Yes. I, I yelled at you last week I know. That. I know. And then you made the same mistake. <laughs> Hypocrite. <laughs> uh, click on the podcast tab and you'll see the show notes there for all of our episodes, including this one. And all of the information we talk about is there. Check it out. It's also in your little podcast player. And reach out to us while you're on our website. Say hello. Leave us a message. Leave us a voicemail. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. We respond to all of them. And now, let's go talk about condoms. Let's go. 
Well, welcome to the show, Mila. We're excited to have you here. We've been exchanging emails for years upon years, and this is our first time ever talking or seeing one another. I know. It's been a long time. We're thrilled. So welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you. Yeah, we're thrilled. Do you do you mind introducing yourselves? For, I mean, we know a bit about you, but not much. Um, and then we'll, we're going to jump right into what everything condoms today. So yes. we're excited for that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I'm Mila and I'm the director of marketing here at One Condoms, where I oversee a lot of our marketing programs, our educational programs. I, I was, I'm a senior size specialist now for my one, a title that I actually gave for myself, but I was the very first customer service person at my one when we first launched it four years ago. And over the years, the reason I got really interested in sexual health was in when I moved from Finland to Texas as a sweet teenager of year, you know, I was 11 at the time. And then sometime either in middle school or maybe it was the first year in high school, went through some really terrible sex ed in Texas. I mean, like a hour long course where you're like, I wish that I would have never heard this. Like this was worse than no sex ed at all. So that kind of sparked my lifelong interest into sex ed and doing sexual health PR for a while and then uh, eventually wound up at One Condoms and I've now been here for six years and absolutely love it. So really lucky to do what I do. That's awesome. amazing. Maybe the only good thing to come out of Texas's uh, sex, ed. sex ed program <laughs> is, is yeah. you're here talking to us. We're going to say that's the only thing that's ever come out of that. That's right. <laughs> the only good thing? The only good that. thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're doing the work you do. And we're excited to talk to you. We've been promoting One Condoms for forever and a day. And the My One Condoms specifically are awesome. Um, but I guess, do you want to talk a little bit about what, you know, maybe what sets one condoms apart and then maybe what is the difference between one condoms and my one condoms? Sure. So one condoms has been around since 2003. And honestly, all we do every day is think about how do we help other people have amazing sex with condoms or practicing safer sex, whether it's condoms, lubricants, we do dental dams. Um, really all we ever do is sexual health. Um, so the ways that we do that is we have technology. So we have a group of condom engineers and scientists who are always thinking about new technologies, new materials to use, new styles to bring to market. So we have some super cool stuff coming out later this fall too that I can't yet talk about, but really exciting. So that product development innovation is really hard of what we do and trying to constantly, honestly, reinvent the condom and bring something exciting for people to try. We also do a lot of educational work with health organizations, health departments. We subsidize condoms. That's why you see one condoms with the round, fun wrappers, colorful, different designs. All throughout like public health events, LGBTQ marches, all kinds of stuff because we help subsidize those uh, to the public health channel. And then we also do programs. We do fashion shows where everything's made out of condoms. We have a rewards program called momentum where people do challenges online and then we give them points so instead of paying with a credit card they can just pay with their points we do the design contest where the condom wrappers themselves people get to design and then they all go to public vote and then the public designs or decides what's going to be actually on the wrappers so always trying to include the community of people that use our products, always listening to their feedback. We can't always do every single idea that they give, but a lot of our product development and how we update our products is inspired by feedback from the very people who use them. 
So that's that's pretty much one in a nutshell. And then four years ago, we launched my one, which is an extension of the one brand, which is the 60 condom sizes, 66 in Europe and Canada. Um, but so it's 10 lengths, nine girths, 60 combinations of those really to help people who struggle with either condom slippage or they're too tight and they cause instant erection loss or what some customers call the red ring of death, where it literally leaves like a purple mark on the penis after sex. Kind of like if you have a rubber band on your wrist for too long and then it leaves that purple mark or the red mark, that's what can happen on a penis if a condom is too tight. So, you know, my one is all about just celebrating penises of all sizes and making sure that fit isn't or improper and crappy fit isn't the reason why somebody doesn't want to use a condom. Right. And we're bringing you on, well, to talk all about condoms, but also because February is a special month for condoms, uh, I guess, out there. And so we wanted to give you the chance to talk about that as well. Yeah, condom month. It's the favorite month for us every year. It's (laughs) February's condom month because it's Valentine's Day. I'm sure that's where it came from. Um, And then February... February 1st was also Measure Penis Day, so which is a holiday that we actually invented because we kept getting so many questions from people like, how do I talk to my partner about condoms? Or I noticed that, you know, his condom is always slipping off, but I don't know how to like talk to him and mention that maybe there's a better condom out there or, you know, somebody doesn't want to use condoms because they're so tight. So the day was honestly just inspired by all these questions that we got. So Measure Penis Day is just a Another celebration of measuring penises and making sure that no matter the size, people out there can find a condom that fits right. Yeah. And have you have you found that like that has cut down? I'm just curious, like the the introducing that, like how has it changed the landscape of like the conversations you've seen around it, if if at all? Yeah, it definitely has. So I've talked to people from like 14 years who where they're trying to make sure that they have the right condom fit for their first sexual experience to like people above 80 you know, who say like for the last 40 years when I was using condoms, I've had to hold on to a condom during sex because it's been, it's just too big in length and in circumference to where I had to hold on to it versus now the confidence that I have because I I don't have to do that. Like instead of my hands focusing on holding onto the condom, I'm using my hands on my partner. I'm focused on my partner and like don't have to worry about, as a lot of people say, the mechanics of the condom and worrying about what the hell the Mm -hmm. condom is doing. But instead you're focused on pleasure and the fun parts of sex, you know? So it definitely has. A lot of people call it a life-changing product, and I mean that very seriously. We get comments like that, like hundreds of comments a week that people tell, sometimes very detailed stories about their economies and <laughs> how it ultimately has changed because they're wearing something that fits right. It's kind of like if your whole life everybody had to wear a size 7 shoe. Okay, well, some people would have an amazing time with a size 7 shoe, and they'd run the best races of their lives. They'd, they'd be out shopping and their shoes aren't pinching. But for some people, they're either always slipping off or they're just so tight that you can't wait to take them off or they're so tight that, you know, instant circulation loss. It's just like, like that. Like if, but, and then somebody said, oh, wow, now we have shoes in, you know, all the sizes that they come in and what a difference that would make for feet everywhere. Right. It's the exact same with condoms or they're like, Oh, this makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people know that penises come in different sizes and it never really made sense for us to just have one to two or maybe three sizes to begin with. So. Right. 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 You know, you mentioned that it's common that the condom will be too big. Um, what are some other like common fit issues that people face? 
So a common issue is like condoms are usually seven and a half inches long. Most penises are like five and a half. So there's that extra latex in the condom that can get super uncomfortable for a lot of people because most people will roll it down to the base, right? And then because there's like one to two extra inches of latex, there's more roll. And the more roll there is, the tighter it gets. Kind of like a rubber band just getting tighter. So that's where that red ring of death can come from. And that extra length is really uncomfortable um, because it causes that tightness at the base. Or what a lot of people do, they kind of hang it off at the tip. But that's not comfortable. That's like wearing a sock that's too big. And you're like, well, I guess this sock works, but it's not comfortable. So that's really common. And then what a lot of those people will do is they'll go and get an extra large condom because all they know is that the standard condom, it just feels too tight and uncomfortable. But extra large condoms are usually longer and just a little bit wider. So then you have even more extra latex that bunches at the base. Like it doesn't like help that person at all. And that's why like our widest size in multiple different lengths, all the way from five to nine and a half inches long, like are super popular because a lot of people, what they need isn't when they, when they say that condoms are too small, what they often don't realize is that they're too tight in circumference. So, um, and an extra large condom isn't really going to help that because they're longer, but not much wider. So, so the super, our widest size is really popular. And then on the other hand, also our, our smallest size, like the smallest size out of all 60 is the second most bought size out of all 60 sizes. Um, just because condoms are so long for a lot of people that it just makes sense that that size would be popular. Plus that our smallest size is four and a half inches long, which is actually like, you know, then sometimes people have anxiety. They're like, Oh, I'm buying your shortest length. Like, does anybody buy this? And we say like, literally this is the second most popular size. Plus like, you know, four and a half, that's pretty much the average length of a penis. Like, even though it's our shortest size, it's actually super close to like an average length. Mm -hmm. And like one day we hope to, because condoms have regulations about how long and short and wide and whatever you can make them, just a way to do with the way condoms are tested for safety. But hopefully eventually we can also make shorter sizes because we definitely know that um, those are needed as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate you like bringing that up. That like your your most or second most popular is is the smallest, and I think that's I think probably a lot of people like maybe breathe the sigh of relief when they heard that. And I'm I'm curious what is the what is the most common size? Yeah, the most common size is our widest size in seven and in seven and a half inches long. So it's pretty crazy. You know, it's like complete opposite side of the our size chart. It's like like seven and a half isn't our longest but it's one of the longer ones and the widest is really popular and then also our smallest so yeah well it's almost like the you know people that are the condoms are too tight in the width found this and it's like well yes there's like it's so much more comfortable why not get those that are wider width so it makes sense that they're the most common yeah a lot of people just need more girth and then less length is is common yeah like Compared to a standard condom, less length but more girth is really a popular trend. But then also our smallest size for sure. Yeah, we also had a question come in. So we we asked our Patreon community if they had any questions for you uh, before this, and one of them was really around like, have basically have you run into a situation where even your biggest condom size is too small? And like, 
maybe what what do you recommend to somebody who's running into that situation? Yeah, so our longest condom is 9.4 inches long. I've talked to people who are like 10, 11, 12 inches long. So it's going to like an ideal condom fit is one obviously that covers all the way from the tip to the base so that you're fully protected like your whole shaft against any um, STIs that are transmitted through skin to skin contact. But if you have a penis that's 12 inches long, like realistically, you're probably not using all of it in a sexual encounter, most likely like an average vagina, for example, is like three, four inches long. So um, it should be fine, like lengthwise. Uh, of course, it's always best that it's going to cover your whole shaft. So if that's something or like even if our widest condom still is not wide enough, because that does also happen, like people are just have thicker penises out there than the widest condom that we can make right now in the U.S., um, so for them, I often recommend the internal condom, which a lot of people don't know about. I, as a sexual health educator, I've been talking about it for years and years and years, but so internal condoms are great because they don't have to conform to the penis size because they get, you know, worn either in the vagina or they're actually also cleared for anal use too. So, um, so that's another option because then it doesn't have to fit a specific penis's dimensions. And yeah. The U.S., the brand name is called FC2. So okay. That's what I was going to say. Where can people find those if they want the yeah. internal condoms? Yeah. Yeah, you can just buy this FC2 internal condom, Google it, and like right on their website they do yeah. like direct sales. And some you can even get it at some health clinics and through mm-hmm. some like health organizations and that kind of stuff. So that's also cool. Perfect. Well, we'll put links in the show notes so people can find those easily. Yes. If needed yeah. or wanted. Do you have – so? I guess in transparency, we've measured, we've measured your penis. And do you have tips like for measuring somebody to measure their penis? Because I'm sure there's a right and wrong. A lot of mismeasurements. Yeah. (laughs) Cause when I measured, I was 14 inches and I thought that can't be right. So we went, we went back to the drawing board. (laughs) Yeah, it is like, you can tell sometimes even through our data, like when people order their first sample kit, then the next sample kit is like complete on the opposite side of the size chart. And I'm like, clearly on the first round, some measure- measurements were taken wrong. So um, I think the first question I always get asked is, do I measure if I'm hard or soft? Mm-hmm. And then I say, well, do you usually have sex hard or soft? And then they say hard. And I'm like, haha, there you go. <laughs> um, so be fully erect first, you know, whether you need, you know, some videos to help your partner to help, but full erection is the first step to measuring right. And then um, we have something called a fit kit that people use to measure themselves. Um, I know there's no video, but essentially it's like a little measuring stick. I'll describe it. Um, but it almost looks like a penis where there's like a thicker section at the bottom and then, it, you know, the shaft of the measuring stick in the middle. But the part where it kind of looks like balls, to be really honest, that goes at the base of the penis. So sometimes people do it the complete opposite way, but we kind of say, you know, put the balls of the fit kit under your, the balls of your penis and then you're pretty good. And then if they're using the fit kit, the length is going to be the letter code. So whatever shows above the tip of their penis is going to be their letter. And then on our fit kit, you wrap it around to get the girth code. So wherever there's like an orange line that you match up to another orange line, kind of hard to describe, but uh, we have some educational stuff up mylonecondoms.com to help out 
and then you just combine it. So somebody could be like an O21 or an M22. Or if, you know, you don't have a printer or don't want to go to your office to print a penis measuring tool, which sometimes we might not be cool with, um, then you can just use like a regular measuring tape, measure length all the way, like right where your balls meet the shaft right underneath there at that point from there all the way to the tip and then circumference is around the penis so sometimes because we talk about thing we talk about um the width because there's something called nominal width which is how condoms in the manufacturing process are, are managed in terms of the actual width it's the width of the condom when laid flat so sometimes people when they measure they'll measure just like the top of their penis in width right? And that's not how you measure. You've got to measure circumference and then we help convert that into whatever your width code would be. But it, yeah, circumference for measuring is like all the way around. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sometimes it can be hard to like measure together, right? Like that's what measure penis day is even about is how do you start that conversation? So we asked our customers for their best advice. And I think some of my favorites definitely were Somebody said he brought up like a bunch of different bananas in different sizes to his boyfriend and was like, what does your banana look like? Like, and then that helped them start the conversation about like measuring and like finding the right condom fit. And I think role playing was another fun one. So a lot of couples talked about or people talked about like, oh, I dressed up like a construction worker and I had my measuring tape out, you know, like <laughs> that way. So you can definitely make it. Make the whole process fun. Um, and a lot of that, the people we talked to, they say that they measured together or they measured each other. Or they had a whole measuring party where they all measured each other. And that's that's awesome. Like, however you want to do it, that's cool. So, you know, condom month, it's condom month, you know. What a what a perfect time to, to measure, measure a consenting penis in your life, whether that's on your body or in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and once you once you measure your penis, also, I love those stories, by the way. That's amazing. Um, once you measure your penis, if you want to order, do you, do you recommend ordering that size or do you recommend ordering like one bigger, one smaller? What's what, what's your recommendation there? Yeah. So we do at myowncondoms.com. You can plug in your, your measurements and then it, it'll have a button that says get sample kit. So we send a sample kit that has the size that you measured and then another close size that we've determined through like years of data and what pe how people tend to land with their size once they test. So you get the sample kit. We recommend like testing the condom out while masturbating by yourself. I mean, you know, you could have your partner there present, but like masturbate with the condom on to like test the fit first before you like have sex with it just in case you measured length wrong or girth wrong or something and the fit isn't quite right then at least like that's what the sample kit is for just to like check the size make sure it's good test the other size in there maybe that's actually a better fit and then if neither is a good fit then our team of size specialists are standing by and ready to like recommend another size based on your experience and then we'll send a free sample kit from there just to help make sure that people get their perfect fit. And once they do, then they can order 12 packs, 24 packs. We do subscriptions where people get discounted pricing. Subscribers also get discounted pricing off our lubricants. So, you know, and then if you're a subscriber, you don't even have to think about buying them. They just show up as often as you want them to at your door. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great advice to uh, practice on your own with your new size because I think you don't want to go into battle without without being sure you got the right equipment. I think that's 
<laughs> that's right. Exactly. Well, that's, that's the whole problem with like standard condoms. Yeah. People are trying to make them work and they yeah. often don't. Yeah. And I, I just to, to clarify a couple of things. So you, you also have fit kits you can send people that have the measuring mm-hmm. tool that you, that you showed us. And we, we used to have a whole bunch of them that we gave out to people. Um, and, and then you also, you can print off that kit like make sure you print it to scale and there's some information on your website about how to print that to scale, but you can just yeah. measure in inches or centimeters, plug that into your online tool and yeah. it converts it to the letter number code as well. So you don't have to do this um, via the like official measuring tool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good old measuring tape is good. Or sometimes people only have like a hard ruler, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, how do I measure the circumference with a ruler? And then I'm like, you know, you can get like a shoelace or like a piece of paper or a string or something and then measure with the string and then use the ruler to measure the shoelace or the string. So lots of ways around like trying to whatever kind of measuring tools you have at your house. There's definitely ways around, you know, figuring out. your. <laughs> I, yes. I appreciate you you going into detail on that because I could see that people being confused at how to use a ruler. Uh, for, yeah. For, yeah. For circumference. But it's possible. The it, one thing not not to do is like sometimes we do have like because we have chat you know and like the chat that the chat app that we use like won't there's like a section to upload image and they won't let us like remove that so of course like people assume that that means like I should upload an image of my penis (laughs) and often people will say like well why would you have that there if that's not what it's there for like what else will people upload a photo of for you so um we do sometimes get photos often it's by women saying like, I'm going to have sex with this penis in two weeks. Like, could you help me figure out a size? Like, you know, eh, without a reference point in a photo, it's really hard for us to like, unless it's like next to a quarter or some kind of like credit card or something like it's really hard for us from a photo. So like we always say, you know, or like a lot of people will say like, well, can I send a photo? And, and then you say like, mm, no, thank you. Like, I'm sure it looks really wonderful, but uh, measurements are, is that's what we can work with. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Man, you know, I never even thought of that, that, that you spend a, a large amount of your day looking at dick pics. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just, you're, it's 8 a.m., you're kicking up your computer, you're ready for the day, and you're like, oh, well, there, there's a dick pic right <laughs> in our, like, support inbox. <laughs> man i mean it makes sense but like why people it makes sense why people would do it yeah yeah. and then and then you're blaming texas like son of a bitch texas if (laughs) if you had taught me better i wouldn't be here (laughs) (laughs) um one question um one question we get all of the time is about latex free condoms uh and so i wanted to see if you could touch on that Yeah, so we get that question a lot too, and there used to be some patent conflicts in the U.S. that prevented new, you know, new brands from being in non-latex to market. We are working on some super exciting new stuff around non-latex, so it's not quite ready yet. Maybe not this year, but it's uh, something that we're now working on bringing to market because we definitely see the need, and there's just not a lot of options on the market. So that's another place where, like, we see a need. We figure out how can we do it, and then, you know, our condom engineers, scientists go to work, you know, and then now we're just trying to figure out how to bring it all to market. But it is it is something that we're excited about and definitely hear all the questions about and 
just yeah just jazz to finally be working on bringing something to market so yeah nothing quite yet to share concrete but it's in in the pipeline if you will that's super exciting <laughs> Uh, a pun adjacent. I right, like it. Right. Pun adjacent. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I didn't mean to skip over the, your whole blaming Texas for the no, no. I, we're going to get so much hate mail from Texas. It's I don't even want to think about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where the dick pics originate from, but you know, I think that they come from most states, so or a lot of states. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that like from everywhere. I just find it, and you know, I can imagine for the most part, they're in it, people like legitimately, innocently wanting help, right? And, yeah. and you have to. No, like, it really is. Yeah, it really is. It, they want help. They're like, well, and some people are because of like stigma and bad ways that we teach sex ed, where like your genitals are dirty and don't touch them. And you know, some people are just nervous about literally just about the whole act of measuring themselves. Like there are a lot of people who are not comfortable even touching themselves. So, um, I could even see that where maybe the photo is something that they'd rather do and send. So I get that. Um, but we do also have, um, if people aren't quite comfortable measuring themselves and are just trying to figure out how to get a better condom fit, we have a, one of the three options that people can use on the website is a suggest a size tool. So we just ask three questions based on previous condom usage and then we help them get to a closer size. Of course, it's not going to be perfect fit out of 60 sizes, but it'll definitely be a better fit than um, like what they may have had in the past. And then they get the cute little, you know, sample kit with their with the fit kit measuring tool. And then maybe that's when they if if the sample doesn't fit right, then that's usually when people say like, well, you know what, let me let me just measure and figure this out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can do it the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> How'd I do with my pun? Good job. Nailed it. <laughs> good job. Good job. The puns are good. Um, well, I think, I mean, you've shared a lot of awesome stuff with us and we want to make sure if there was anything else we didn't talk about. And then I have another question afterwards, but is there anything? I have one more. Oh, Emma's got questions too. Well, we're not going to let you go quite yet. Do you have any other things that we <laughs> haven't asked about that you wanted to make sure to, to mention or talk about? Yeah, I think one thing is like how we even talk about condom fit. And one of the things that like is my personal thing is I'm trying to stop people and even educators, sex educators. I used to do it because that's how we were taught to teach it. But the whole condom on the arm demonstration to prove that condoms fit everybody. And that's just so negative on on so many levels because A, it doesn't acknowledge the people who like condoms are too big for and they slip off so those people often assume that they might be the only people who experience condom slippage or like one of the few and they're not then going to come to the educator and say like hey actually condoms always slip off like is there anything that I can do and then on the other hand like there's a big difference between an arm and a penis and I shouldn't have to say that but you know an arm has bone in there it has structure in there that'll Hold the condom. And like, even when you put the condom on your arm, it's not comfortable. And I get it. Most penises are not the size of my arm, but still like, it's not comfortable. And when you take, if you leave it on, your, your circulation is lost. It leaves that red ring behind. Often it breaks because it just doesn't fit right. And, and then you take that experience on a penis, like penis has, penises have to work super hard to pump blood into them to keep an erection. So at the end of the day, yes, the condom can stretch literally over a watermelon, but when you put it on a penis where there's no bone in it, 
no bone in a boner, as we always say. <laughs> um, like it really can cause an instant erection loss or like that painful purple ring. And that's a very, like, it's a real experience for a lot of people. And that's what a lot of our customers talk about is like, I'm so sick and tired of being called a liar trying to get, get out of economies. Like that's not what's happening here. Like I just need something that's wider or longer or smaller or, or whatever it is. And like, a lot of people really want to practice safer sex with a condom, but they just never were able to find anything that fits right because all condoms are just literally the same size. So that's one of, I think, my favorite things out of my own is just like providing another solution to where people can practice safer sex with a condom and it actually feels good. And the condom doesn't feel like it's in the way and it feels pleasurable and it's not tight and constricting or slipping off and whatever it's doing. So I think those stories and just listening and reading the comments and sometimes they're from girlfriends or wives and sometimes they're from partners or whoever and just listening to those and what a confidence booster it is and I reduce my anxiety when it comes to like sex and condom use like those are absolutely my favorite things to read and I truly do believe that my one does make a big difference in a lot of people's sexual health and how they how they have sex with a condom. So yeah. super exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's super exciting. And you touched basically on my question, which was going to, to be just around, uh, you know, recommendations for people who say that, you know, sex with condoms is not comfortable. It's not, I don't like it. It's not as good with, you know, and so it, it's, even if they want to use one, it's really hard to make themselves use one or they lose their erection or like recommendations in general that you have for um, encouraging people to use condoms. Yeah, I think it's if it's like your issue related to fit, then definitely check out my one. You know, mm -hmm. we send a sample kit, even if you don't like it, you know what? There was no no harm done. You know, maybe we can convince you that a better fit hopefully can convince people that a better fit means better sex. Um, and then there's so many different styles out there. I hear it all the time that all condoms are the same. It's just the wrappers that different. It's really not true. And whether it's our products or somebody else's brand, like we just want people to find sexual products that work for them. And there really is differences in condoms, like different manufacturers, different types of formulations of latex or like what's called the bead at the base of a condom where, you know, the, it's like the end of the condom where there's like that it almost looks like a rubber band at the base of the condom. Like some brands, it's thicker, some brands, it's thinner. So that can make a difference when it comes to comfort, um, how lubricated the condom is and lubricant in general. Like if like lubricant and condoms are legitimately best friends, like they love each other and <laughs> lubricant helps, you know, reduce the friction. It adds comfort and pleasure and it really does help also condoms from breaking during use. So I always recommend like with condoms, even though most of them come already lubricated to always use additional lubricant because mm -hmm. lubricant is just one of the best products that's ever been invented. <laughs> Do you recommend putting it in inside the condom before you put it on or on, on the penis before you put it on and then also on the outside? Yeah, so we recommend like before putting the condom on the tip of the penis to put a tiny little drop of lube in the condom. It can really add sensation um, at the tip of the penis. Not so much that it causes slippage, right? Because if it's too slippery in there, then you can also have like slippage problems. But just like a tiny drop inside and then definitely on the outside. Um, there's different types of lubricant, you know, different ingredients. 
Uh, there's water based, which water based lubes are nice because they absorb into the skin. So there's not a lot of messy cleanup afterward, but water based tends to dry up faster than a silicone. Silicone is like super, super slippery. So little goes a long way usually. Move, it's, ours is called one move and that's our number one lubricant. Um, super slippery. You know, be careful not to like put it on the bathroom floor because it will make your bathroom floor incredibly slippery too. But, um, yeah, so that's good. Silicone recommend like washing up afterward because silicone naturally doesn't absorb into the skin. And then there's hybrids. Like we have Oasis Silk, which is like a mix of both. So has kind of benefits of both. Yeah. And there's all kinds of lubes out there, flavored lubricants, you know, organic lubricants. You know, all sorts of stuff that people can just find something that works for them. Is there is there anything to be careful with around lubes and condoms and like I'm we've heard too, right? I think oil based lubes can break down latex condoms. Um, so, what I guess can you clear that up for us, just for anybody listening who's maybe not heard that before? Yeah. So anything oil based. So sometimes people will use coconut oil as a lubricant or Vaseline or anything that has like anything oil based cannot be used with latex condoms because the oil just breaks down latex molecules. If you ever want to do a fun science experiment, take like coconut oil and rub it, like put a condom on your arm and just start rubbing it and you'll see it very quickly start to deteriorate and eventually break. So anything oil based can't be used with latex condoms because it will cause latex to break. Yes, that's a super important note. But all the other lubes, go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there? An, you said you had more questions. I did, but they're kind of fun questions, and I wanted to make sure we got all the super serious stuff out of the way. The super serious condom conversation. I was like, the super serious this, this condom. Con- incredibly serious conversation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hopefully informative. Yeah, and serious yeah. at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Um, so my first question is more of a like situational. So let's say you are a person who's going on a date with a person who has a penis and you want to come prepared because maybe this person you're like, I don't trust that they're going to bring a condom. Even if you think they're a great person, you don't want to rely on them. So you're going to bring your own stash and you have to bring five sizes. What like if you were going to pick five sizes to bring with you to cover like the biggest, the most common, like the most common uh, sizes out there. Like, what would you pack in your like your your go bag? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, we're working right now on some like samplers, kind of like out of the four quadrants, so that people can bring like the long and wide packs and different sizes like that. But there's definitely the most popular, which is the seven and a half, and our widest size. I would also probably not. Maybe the smallest size, but one of the like two or three in the smaller quadrant. And then also some in the wider. Maybe I can like send it and we can post it. But yeah, there's definitely like we get this question a lot. So we help kind of people recommend like the top six sizes to buy that are like in a region so that you can kind of be ready and know what to get. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, definitely a few in the widest size and then a few in like the shorter and tighter than a standard size. And that should have you covered good. Awesome. awesome. We can put a list in the show notes too if you uh, send us a few of, your fa- yeah. a few of the recommended ones. Yeah. 
All right. And my last question, I suppose, if you're able to talk about this, and I don't know if you are, I don't know what the confidentiality is on your uh, support emails, but you said you get lots of crazy condom stories. And I was just curious if you could share one or two of like your like funniest or I don't know, most memorable or touching or inspiring like condom stories. But again, I don't know if you're able to share that with with the general public. So. Yeah, I think one that comes to mind, I think, you know, he was maybe like 15, 16 and trying to like, you know, he had heard about different condoms and he had actually had like a good sexual health class where he's like, you know, they were told to like try a bunch of different condoms to find what works for them. So he had never had sex before. So he wanted to like try and figure that out ahead of time and be ready, like fully ready for his first sexual experience, which I thought was like the most adorable thing ever. Um, and then I just ended up sending him a bunch of free condoms. Cause I was like, you know, like, let us just make sure that you're ready. Um, cause he's like, well, what if I like put it on the credit card and then my mom finds out like what I bought, like, you know, so it was like a whole thing. So I was like, you know what, why don't I just send it to you for free? So you're ready. Um, and we don't, you don't have to worry about this whole credit card situation. We ended up like shipping them to, one of his friend's house or something. So there was like a lot, you know, where he wasn't ready to talk to his parents, but he felt ready to have sex. So um, I thought that one was pretty, pretty adorable, very <laughs> memorable. Um, I always love like the people who are like in their 70s, 80s, you know, they, they always say, our web, you know, they're like, I don't want to use your website. I don't order things online. So they call and they want to talk to you over the phone. So I had like a few regulars for a while, you know, where like every about two weeks, I always expected like a phone call, which was always really nice, you know, Um, same thing where they were like, man, like I really hated condoms forever because they were either this or that or this. But finally, like they feel good. And I'm like in my 80s, having the best sex of my life with a condom on like it was those are definitely also um always some of my favorites. I did get once asked if it was strange to drink the semen out of the condom once it's once they're done with it. You know, I, I don't, I was like, well, if you know, there's nothing really, I don't think medically harmful about that. If you want to do that, then that's, that's cool. But that was, I think the most unique question I had ever been asked. Cause the interesting thing, you know, we, as site specialists, as you know, we're, talking about a product at the end of the day, product, lubricants, whatever, but sometimes we're the first people that somebody is comfortable talking about sex, no matter what age they are. So often it'll then go into, like start to go into more of conversations about like, well, like what do you think my girlfriend's going to say or what do you think this or that or something related. Sometimes they start talking about their divorce or whatever, like start just naturally, I think if you're in a, sexual health type of role where you talk to people anything related to genitals or sex or anything then people naturally just start to open up to you so I think that's one of the hardest parts about being a size specialist is like where do you draw that line because we're also not like licensed therapists right we're not licensed sexologists so we have to also be careful about um, the type of advice we give and certainly I would love to chat there all day and talk to somebody about their relationship challenges right but I have to you also have to find that line of hey you know I'd love to talk to you about this and we have like a set of resources that we'll recommend where people can go talk more um 
But, you know, at the end of the day, we are talking about like condoms and lubricant and sexual health. But there has to be that line somewhere. And sometimes it's kind of tricky to figure out like where, how can I still be helpful and not just say, no, I can't talk to you about that. But also recognizing that I am not a therapist. Yeah, because you don't want to get the the email two days later. It's like, well, I did what you said, and now we're getting a divorce. And you're like, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I was just trying to help you pick out the right size condom. Like, I didn't know I was involved in your. <laughs> I know you're, you're being like subpoenaed to come into the to the courtroom. You're now yeah, part of their divorce yeah. proceedings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I can't do all that. Right. Yeah. So it. Yeah, that's definitely challenging to like find that line. Where you, yeah. where you want to be someone's friend and helpful, but but you, you always just can't, right? Yeah, right. for sure. I think the last thing I would say, and Emma, I don't know if you have anything else, but we, we have a friend. Um, so we're, we tend to be nomadic. And this is tied into your, your story about the 15 or 16-year-old who was ordering condoms and was afraid for them to show up. Um, the, the comment was, so we, we tend to be nomadic. We move around a lot. So I know you've sent us condoms to pretty much every state in the union because <laughs> we're, we're all over the damn place. We have them sent to friend, different friends. Yeah, houses. but the primarily is one friend, and she's she's set, dubbed herself as our sort of our condom uh, like receptionist. And she said, I really appreciate the discretion <laughs> in the packaging because we'll have like a thousand condoms show up. And she'll be like, you know, I don't have to explain it to the postman or the neighbors or anybody. Like, so she appreciates the discretion in your packaging, the the subtlety. Yes, so. definitely. Yeah, we get that. That's a question we get a lot too. Like, hey, is your packaging discreet? Like, you know, they don't, of course, because there's so many like subscription programs now and the ways that you get like packages and they have really cool, like the shipping boxes are really cool. And I think people are afraid that they're going to get something in the mail that's like, custom fit condoms right on the box like no we don't do that like we totally get why most people would want that to be discreet from their mailman with with their with their size printed on the side of my 72 font just (laughs) it's just a picture of my face like good job measuring yourself Uh, or a picture of the size. I think we should work tool. there. Look at all these ideas we're brainstorming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they're all good ideas. <laughs> hey, you never know until you try. <laughs> hey, yeah, you never know. Uh, yeah, well, maybe some of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have anything else, Emma, that's on the tip of your mind? I don't think so. Were you trying to were you trying Show, to, no. to, to make a pun there? And... No. <laughs> no. Don't don't call me out for that. I can do that. All right. How about, no, how no, about you, Mila? Anything else that you want to share with our uh, esteemed listeners before we let you go? Um, I don't think so. You know, if you're curious to measure and find out what size you are and see if a better fitting condom might change your life, then head on over to myonecondoms.com and check us out. Yeah, yeah. and just upload a photo, send it to Mila. She'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I- Write to my personal email, please. Like, there you yeah. go. And I just wanted to comment too. I know we talked about one condoms in general back at the beginning, but don't forget that one condoms also makes a bunch of standard fit condoms and of all different types and varieties. And uh, there's a lot of really fun ones out there. People love the tattoo ones. I don't know if you get that feedback. People tell us that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. there. Yeah, and and the first question I always get is like, does it leave a tattoo on your penis? And I wish it would, but it's ribbed yeah. with tattoo designs, which is cool. You have to, we also yeah. have the glow in the dark 
glow in the dark where people will play like lightsaber games and stuff, which I think is very cool. So for all you Star Wars fans out there, now is your chance to make your penis into a lightsaber. There you go. Man, I'm glad you trained. I was going to give really bad advice, so I won't even say it on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. Well, links to everything that we've talked about today will be in the show notes. People can find them there. And thank you so much, Mila, for your time and for all the work that you do as well. We're really excited to get this information out there. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and happy Measure Penis Day. Yeah. Yes. Happy Happy Measure Penis Day to you. And the National Condom and Month. National Condom Month <laughs> That's as right. well. So, all right. Well, <laughs> thank you. take care and have a fantastic evening. You too. Thank you so much. And we're back. Thank hey, you. hey, Emma. Question. What? Did we nail that intro or what? <laughs> no, we did not at all. <laughs> well, Sorry, hey, at least listeners. it took us five tries. <laughs> uh, we did not nail that intro. Right, and but we're now back. we got to nail the outro. That's right. Thank you, Mila, for coming on the show and for all of the amazing information that you provided and shared and for all the amazing work that you're doing with condoms and sexual health. Yeah, and uh, for being such an amazing supporter of the show, for all the free condoms you've sent us, the measuring kits, the everything. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. We appreciate it. We love this partnership. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And hey, listeners, don't forget, if you use the code NNM, N N M all capitals. You get 20% off your order at myonecondoms.com or onecondoms.com. Uh, again, links to those are in the show notes over at normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Yes. There we go. I think that's it. I think that is it. Don't forget, tonight, if you're not busy, uh, think about tomorrow night. I was going to say. <laughs> so tonight, if you're not busy, sign up for the virtual meet and greet that is tomorrow night. On that is Saturday, 2-12. How have we confused everybody tonight? Saturday, February 12th, our upcoming virtual meet and greet. We'd love to see you. If you can't make it, don't worry. We have other upcoming virtual events and in-person events. Go to our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com to find out more. And next Wednesday, we have our regularly scheduled interview with Brooke. It's going to be amazing. Come back and listen. And we will see you then. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.